This is Nursing in America. Each week we speak with incredible nurses who have taken the leap to start a new life in the United States. If you're thinking about doing the same, then this is the place you'll find all the insider knowledge and inspirational success stories to realize your own American dream. This is the second part of a two-part episode, so make sure you go back and listen to part one first. All right, so we've spoken about the cost of living in the taxes, and let's talk a little bit more about what's fun to do in in Texas. Where, where have you traveled um, in Texas? And I think we've got some pictures um, of uh, Jay and Rona's travels in Texas. And um, so maybe you can share with us some of the stories of where you've traveled um, in that area. Rona, where, what's your favorite place to, to visit in Texas? Actually, everything in Texas is my favorite because it's always fun to, to you know, discover things that you never know that, oh, Texas had this, Texas has that. thing. fun here is there's a lot of water parks. So summertime is coming, so they're going to be open again. So it's, it's really fun for the kids to go to those water parks. And it's always fun here also during... Um, during Halloween, because, you know, uh, you could go to, and there's a lot of farms here who does, uh, like, pumpkin uh, farms. We have a lot of country sites here in Texas, so you could always bring your kids there and, you know, um, enjoy the, the farm-like uh, living, uh, feed all these uh, animals that you've never seen before or never seen in any other state in, in, the, in the U.S., so... Yeah, it, it's always fun. There's always a lot of things to do with with you know with kids and even just you. Uh, if you don't, even though you don't have kids, you know it's it's always fun. So lot, hard to pick a favorite, Rona. Yeah. You've got so many favorites. Um, Jay, know. what what is? It is hard. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jay Jay knows about that. <laughs> Jay, what is your favorite thing to do for fun oh. in Texas? Uh, as to me, I, I, I love to like eat barbecue, you know, Texas barbecue. So I love uh, Austin. I've been to Austin for like quite many times, probably about four times. Uh, Austin is about three hours, four hours uh, travel from here. So uh, I love barbecue. There's lots of barbecue, you know, uh, restaurants in uh, Austin. So yeah, uh, that's the best place for uh, uh, Texas barbecue, I would say. So Jay... Jay's a, Jay's a foodie. Texas is known for barbecue and also for chili. Can you speak a little bit about chili? Do you like the chili? And is it different in different parts of Texas? The, the jalapeno? Yeah. Yeah, I love to eat uh, hot and spicy food. But uh, yeah, jalapeno is everywhere here. And uh, uh, just for you to know, like, you know, to, just to note, uh, every, not every morning, but usually when I uh, come from work, like I work nights, uh, every weekends. So after work, I go to a Mexican store and then I do my groceries there. I found, you know, the food uh, uh, fresh in the grocery store in a Mexican, uh, uh, something like a wet market or something. Uh, everything is fresh there, including their food. Like it's really authentic Mexican food. So I love that place. So I can find lots of, uh, you know, uh, jalapeno food <laughs> in that uh, specific uh, Mexican uh, restaurant. And at the same time, a store. You're making me hungry, Jay. <laughs> I want to come and taste that delicious yeah, food. <laughs> Go ahead, Everything Rona. here is big, Tanya. You know, everything here right. is big. 
so when you go to the restaurant, big plate with loads of foods. So uh, yeah, I mean, you're gonna enjoy the, the foods here in Texas. And also it's a crawfish season. So a lot of uh, families are, you know, uh, a lot of people goes to this crawfish uh, store to, to, to eat, to eat crawfish because, you know, crawfish is, it, it's known also here in Texas. So lots to see and lots to do. What about finding ethnic foods? So, you you know, often, I mean, I'm from South Africa originally. I came here 23 years ago. And I, it, for me, I, the, I, the first one of the first things that I did when I got here is look for other South African foods um, that we could buy here in the United States. Um, can you buy ethnic foods in Texas? I, I would imagine so. Rona? Yeah. Yes, um, just like any other cities, uh, you know, like just like any other state, there's um, also uh, a lot of uh, ethnic uh, restaurant here in Texas, specifically in Houston. If you're looking for a South African food, there's a, a lot of uh, South African uh, restaurant here. There's also groceries. If you're looking for um, like a Mediterranean, there's also Mediterranean uh, place here where you could go. If you're looking for, you know, a Chinese, Chinese restaurants is always going to be in every state, wherever you go, wherever, uh, every city, there's always like a Chinatown. So yeah, if you're looking for like a Russian food as well, there's also uh, Russian restaurants. So pretty much everything, Tanya. You just have to like search for it and, you know, Google it. And there's always, you know, uh, uh, grocery stores or um, ethnic uh, restaurants here in Texas, not only in Houston, but um, everywhere, especially so the big really, cities. really fun place to eat. And and, uh, and the portion, as Rona says, everything is big in Texas. So the portions are big. So, oh, my goodness, every time that I've been there eating the delicious barbecue or the chili or the, the seafood, uh, you, you, you come home, you feel very satisfied. So a lot to see and do. Jay, where have you traveled that is close by or maybe not so close to Texas? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Not so close to Texas. You mean like uh, out of state travel or something? Uh, out of state, yes. Where have you, where have you, you traveled out of state? You mentioned uh, Louisiana. What, what was that like? Louisiana is kind of more laid back than uh, than Texas. You can see a lot of swamps and, you know, uh, <laughs> those uh, kinds of uh, scenarios in uh, Louisiana. And uh, uh, it's almost the same in Texas, though. But uh, uh, I went also to, uh, came to travel also in uh, Colorado. Uh, it's a lot different, you know, uh, state than uh, Texas. It's a lot colder in there. Uh, we went there about probably about uh, that was before pandemic 2019, and we also went to California in San Diego. In uh, that's a nice place. That's a very nice place, and uh, uh, I have lots of friends uh, as well in uh, San Diego. Uh, in LA, I've been to LA as well, and I've been planning to go to San Francisco, but not now. Uh, not until my wife is coming over here, probably this, you know, this year. So I'll be traveling a lot this year. <laughs> and uh, what okay. else? That's as far as I can remember. So lots of fun places to see to see and go. You need to come and visit me in San Diego, Jay, when you come back That's to cool. San Diego sometime. <laughs> Rona, where, what, what are some of your favorite places that you've traveled outside of Texas? So uh, we've been to Louisiana just because we just want to see like 
how it is like in Louisiana, especially New Orleans. And then usually you, Louisiana is also one of our um, stopover uh, area when we're when we go to Florida. Actually, Florida is where all the Texas goes if you're looking for a really nice beach, you know, for summertime because it has a very nice uh, fine uh, sand that looks like a sugar. So usually we go to Destin, Florida. So that's one of my favorite places outside Texas because of for that reason. And also, uh, of course, California will always be in my heart because I came from I came from California, specifically in San Francisco. So we always go there whenever we want to visit our, our, you know, my relatives. So I already know my way around there as well. So I'm always the driver whenever we go there because, you know, um, we don't need a Google map to, to go here and there. And plus Napa is there, you know, if you you're up for a winery uh type of uh scenery and the coast the pacific coast is just right there if you want to you're you're up for you know um you know just to relax and enjoy the scenery of the the ocean the pacific ocean um and also the the places that we went to as well is las vegas but uh i'm not like a type of person that likes to gamble so what we did we stay in 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 we stayed in Las Vegas, we rented a car, then we drove to Utah to see this uh, national park in Utah, which is, you know, my kids really enjoyed it because it was really phenomenal. It was really phenomenal. The, the national parks there, like the Zion Park and the Bryce National Park. So uh, it was one of the my favorite uh, places to go to. And the Grand Canyon as wow. well. Oh my goodness, so many places to see, so much to do. <laughs> and I think the great thing about Texas, as we said, is that it's right in kind of the middle of the country. So it's really easy to travel to all these amazing places that Rona and Jay are telling us about. Um, it's not that far, um, you know, to, to travel because the, Texas is, is right there in the middle. Um, all right, let's talk about transportation. Um, uh, Jay, can you tell us a little bit about, um, do, do, does everybody have to have their own car in Texas? Is there public transportation? Is there Uber and Lyft where you live? Are there trams, buses? Um, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's not like California or other cities in the, in the US where in, there's lots of Uber, for example, like you know, uh, New York or LA or San Francisco here in Texas. Uh, you you can have Uber, but however, Uber is kind of expensive. It's a lot more expensive than uh, uh, LA, San Francisco, or uh, New York. Uh, you have to have your own car. That's it. You have to have your own car. The first thing that I did is to get a license when I came here. Like, uh, uh, well, I came here 2016, so as a tourist, so I got a license by by that time. So I just had to renew it when I came back here 2018 as an immigrant. So, uh, yeah, the thing is you have to have your license because you have to drive, you know, you have to have your own car. Uh, lucky me that, you know, I have my sister that uh, she has, uh, you know, as uh, a, a, an extra car. So, well, uh, I was the driver by then. Uh, my sister don't like driving like freeways. Uh, I do driving freeways because she's kind of scared. So I'm, right now I'm still living with my sister and my family, with my parents. And uh, uh, yeah, you have to have your own transportation here. And uh, for, you know, as an advice for those who are coming here in the U.S. So 
you have to get your i guess you can get your international license and then get validated uh from the dps so you can use that one while waiting for your uh, permanent you know license here uh here in texas so it's a necessity here so you can see buses but very rare and uh, the, the schedule is uh, very limited and taxis i don't ever see taxis here in our place in beaumont i'm not sure about houston no. <laughs> but uh, yeah there's no taxis here in our place so you have to have your own car so it's really a necessity uh driving is a necessity uh, as much as you can like i said you have to get your you know driving uh lessons back in the philippines if you're you know if you came from the philippines and international license and get validated here yeah, it's really helpful if you have driven before um, because yeah. coming to the United States, there are many places in the United States where you just have to have a car. You know, there, can, there might be some buses, some public transportation, you know, maybe like in Houston, you might find more than in Beaumont, for example. Yeah. Um, but, but driving and having your car is really a, a, a very big deal for anyone coming to Texas. We'll be back with the conversation in just a second. There's a wonderful opportunity for you. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work in healthcare facilities here in the USA. If you are interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com slash application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. On with the show. Um, Rona, can we talk a little bit about schooling? Um, what advice do you have for any parents bringing their kids to the United States? I know you've seen hundreds of nurses come to the United States as an onboarding specialist for kinetics. Um, can you talk a little bit about the school system and what parents would need to know about how things work here in the United States? I mean, choosing a school for your kids, you need to also consider the location of where you're going to live because, you know, just like any other states, it depends on where your house is zoned at. But for, for us, since we got the support from our relatives, so they were able to tell us where is the safe place and where's the good school for, for our kids. So that's where we bought our house. Um, there's also some websites where you could look at, which is thegreatschools.org, where you could you know, um, search for the good schools that are zoned to your um, chosen um, place where you're gonna secure your housing. So that's where you're going to go as well. And yeah, there's a lot of resources online. You just have to really like do your, you know, lots of research about it and search about the cities, you know, where is the safest, you know, safe place where, you know, to live. Most likely in the north side of every city. Um, that's where, you know, where, you know, like north north side of the city where the, the safe place at where where you could you know uh, find your housing as well and also you need to think about the uh, the school system here in the u.s of course you know like just like uh here in texas we start from august that is the school year started and um yeah i mean there's a lot of activities as well that schools uh, provide to our kids so that's also one thing that um you know they, they need to look at as well, you know, extracurricular activities. Yeah, so I think um, one thing that's really important for parents is to do your research. 
as Rona said. Um, and Rona will put some of those websites into the chat for anyone who's interested with kids of how to understand how school zones work and what are some of the things that you need to look at in order to make the best decision for your kids. Moving on to housing. I know, Jay, you spoke a little bit about uh, the cost of housing and how that might be different in different states. Can you talk a little bit about in Beaumont, Texas, how much a house might cost and also how much an apartment might cost to rent? Yeah, uh, apartment is a lot cheaper than uh, the house. So uh, an apartment, for instance, like a, a one-bedroom apartment, would cost about probably about a thousand or a thousand two hundred because of inflation i guess for the past two three years or yeah two to three years it went up probably uh, one thousand to one thousand two hundred so uh it increased about two hundred i would say an average uh, and for a house if you're getting a house here uh, a costs for example like it's usually like two to three bedrooms most of the time it's three bedrooms uh, the cost of house is uh, about three hundred thousand dollars, so that's uh, uh, that's a lot of you know uh, money. So if you are planning to stay here, as much as you can, you have to live in an apartment. Uh, you know this is as per my advice, and uh, it depends upon your of course upon your uh, salary though. Uh, we nurses have higher salaries though, but it doesn't mean that you can buy this, you can buy that, and you know those kinds of things, right? Amazon. Uh, there's lots of them, but as much as you can, you have to like be financially uh, strategic in terms of deciding what to buy or something. But as to me, I would prefer like uh, uh, staying in an apartment uh, for a lower cost than a house because if you're going to buy a three, two to three bedroom house for three hundred thousand, most likely you're gonna pay for a month for a mortgage. Uh, you know, uh, pay it's about three thousand as well. So it's like three hundred thousand. 3000 a month. That includes the insurances and everything. So that's uh, a lot different from a 3000 and a 1000 you know, uh, apartment. So, uh, yeah. but well, if you are already like a, a, a stable uh, with your job, and then I guess you can also, uh, you know, uh, buy your own house. I think that's great advice, Jay, is really to try and keep your expenses low, especially when you first arrive in the, in the United States, because there's a lot of things to see and to buy and people can get themselves into trouble where they want, you know, they see these beautiful homes or um, uh, lots of nice shiny things to buy. And it can be very risky to get yourself into financial problems uh, because you don't really realize how expensive it can be. Rona, I'm just curious in Houston, how do the prices of houses and apartments to rent compare to Beaumont as an example? Um, right now, Tanya, well, actually back then when I moved in 2013, um, the, the apartments will range from about, uh, 700 to 900 because when we used to live in an apartment, that's how much we were paying. But when we bought our house, it was only like less than $200,000. Uh, so, um, until now we were paying like less than $2,000 uh, a month for our mortgage. But now the housing is getting higher because a lot of people coming from other states are moving here in Texas. Um, so, but you could still find a house. Um, 
that would cost like around three hundred thousand dollars and and above. So that would still probably um, would range about two thousand dollars and up for uh, monthly, including the insurance. So it's still you know it's still affordable. Yeah. So and and that, as you said in the beginning, is one of the main reasons people like to come to Texas because it is still affordable uh, to buy a house or even just to rent an apartment way more than many other states. Wawere has a question. I think this is the last question we were able to take today. Does one need to buy a new car or can one start with a cheaper pre-owned car then upgrade later and after one has settled down? Wawere, I would definitely suggest that you start with a cheaper car Rona and Jay I don't know if you agree with that but my advice would be to go through to spend the least that you can as long as it's a safe and reliable car until you actually have learned how to budget and kind of get into the the rhythm financially of living and working in the United States and I see both Jay and Rona are nodding their heads um, <laughs> in agreement to that one and um, okay so to finish off and um, Rona what would you say is your best advice to anyone who's coming to live and work in Texas? My best advice is learn about the city where once you decided that, okay, I'm going to move to that city, learn about it, find out everything, the resources that um, that the city can offer you. Um, if you have bearing in your family, like what I said earlier, do your research about finding a house that is zoned to a good school. And if you do have a relatives, that's a plus because they have you get that support. They they know what the city is like. They know uh, what what you know uh, where the, the good location for for you to to buy your house or rent um, rent an apartment. Consider all those um, take all those advices. If you do have a friends that's telling you this and that that you know um, you know take those advice and see what's the best option that you could go for. Um, I mean, you know, it doesn't hurt to it doesn't hurt to to live in a, a a new place. It's always a learning process to find out what this the city or the the place um, could offer you. Um, you know, it's 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 not always uh, you know uh, there will be a good and bad experience, but at least you're you're learning. You're you're. You're learning uh, the, about the city, about the place, you know. Um, but after a few months, you'll 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 get the hang of it. You'll you'll get used to living in there. Is uh, weather-wise, uh, the food-wise, um, the people. Actually, here in Texas, all the all the people here are very friendly. So I don't have any problem with that. So yeah, I mean, do your it's research, research, research. Yeah, we love it. That's great advice, Rona. Research, research, research. People don't realize how big the United States is or how big even the state like Texas is. Things can be very different. So really do your research, ask questions. If you don't have family or friends there and you're a kinetics nurse or healthcare worker, speak to your onboarding specialist. We have so many resources, so many buddies that we can put you in touch with. They might not be your, your born family, but we, they can be your chosen family. And um, Jay, final words from you. What do you wish someone had told you before you immigrated to the United States and specifically to, to Texas? 
Ah, uh, I would say like the financial strategy about you know living here in the U.S. I guess it's not something about the Texas. You know, uh, actually, it's uh, applicable to everywhere here in the U.S. So the financial uh, aspect here is kind of strategic. So you have to learn a lot of things about the the, the finance here in uh, Texas. And uh, I just realized it when I came here. Just a little story though. But uh, some some uh, person, you know, some random person. Uh, approached me and then he said he's actually a doctor after a 30 minute talk and I just uh, found out that he's a doctor you know <laughs> in our place and he said, he's a Filipino and he speaks uh, you know our own language and he said like where you came from in the Philippines and then he said like oh yeah I came from this blah blah so 30 minutes after later did I know that uh, you know he was a doctor in our place but well uh, he was talking about the financial strategy here in the US and then uh, he even said that uh, I did that. I did not even, you know, focus on my medical expertise. <laughs> Instead, I focus on the financial strategy about the U.S. And then I realized that that's really correct. So uh, you really have to be equipped. Not really equipped. Don't you don't need to be an expert, but at least you have to have an advice, you know, for your finance, especially if you're working. If you're a working individual here in the U.S. And then it doesn't mean that you know you're a nurse and then you're getting a higher salary and then. You can, like I said earlier, you can buy this and you can buy that. There's no, you know, you don't have to be luxurious, you know, uh, to buy all those things. Uh, you have to save, you know, you have to save. And uh, like I said, uh, it, it's it's not really hard though, but uh, it's at least a, a an advantage for you to be literate in your finances here in the U.S. Thank you, Jay. I love that you brought that up. Uh, I, and I think that that is such valuable advice for anybody who's immigrating, whether it's to Texas or to any other state, is to educate yourself and become financially literate, to learn the system in the United States and how to best position yourself financially. Great advice, Jay. And thank you for sharing that that very interesting story. Thank you to Rona. Thank you to Jay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. If you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and hit the follow button on your podcast player and leave us a review. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work here in the USA. We offer direct hire, meaning you will be sponsored and hired directly by American healthcare facilities. If you're interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for more incredible conversations.